everyone, it's Adasha Townsend of the Feast and Fashion Podcast. I'm a veteran food and beverage journalist who's worked with some of the most notable media outlets in the world. Feast and Fashion is the intersection of food and fashion, one beautiful plate or a glass at a time. With each episode, I will introduce you to fascinating, fabulous people in the culinary industry. Today, Nicole Leverett joins me. She is a New Jersey-based food and beverage photographer, and man, does she have an eye for this. Surprisingly, Nicole has only been in the biz since 2019, even though you couldn't tell by her beautiful work. We get into that and so much more during this episode. Welcome, Nicole. Hi, how are you? I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have not met yet. I found you on Instagram and I was so overwhelmed and so overjoyed when I saw your food photography. And it's just, it's just absolutely gorgeous. You just have an eye for it. Thank you so much. I know you've been told that. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's funny because it's kind of by accident that I stumbled into food photography. So I can get into kind of like what drew me in and how I got started, if that's okay. Yes. Yes. Please tell me, how did you get started? COVID. <laughs> oh. Mm. Okay. So I got my camera a couple years ago and I wanted to learn everything about it. I'm the type of person where I need to know all the technical things. I have an IT background. I like figuring things out. So I got this camera. I read the manual and I was like, I still am not to use this thing. All my pictures look like crap. Like, what the heck? So I wanted to practice shooting anytime I could. So I would go out after work. I work full-time job. I would go out after work, take pictures of flowers, bees, random things in the neighborhood. But I'm like, this is great, but <laughs> it's not like exciting me. And then the lockdown happened. I'm like, crap, how am I going to practice photography? Like, how am I going to continue to get better? And I'm like, I'm going to focus on things that I have access to. I had access to food. I had access to beverages. So I just started with that. My husband, he likes to tinker with cocktails, so he would make these drinks. And I'm like, hey, what if you make a drink? And I take the picture, and then we put it on a website. And that's how our Mixology Monday blog started, and we just continued with that. But that practice of setting a goal for myself that every week I had to come out with content, and I had to like it <laughs> enough to post it, it strengthened that skill of, my picture taking and developing the eye. So I hate that the lockdown happened, but I have to appreciate it because it gave me the time to really focus and learn and perfect what I'm doing. I'm still learning. So Oh, I've been writing for all my life and I'm still learning every day. So I totally get it. So mm -hmm. did you have an eye for style and positioning and all that good stuff before you started? Or was this something you developed along the way? It's a combination. So I've been creative for most of my life. So I have a background in IT, like I mentioned, and I would do graphic design. So creating flyers, business cards, things like that. I develop websites, design and layout. And part of my, my full-time job now, I'm actually a, a data analyst, but part of my job is making sure that our analytical dashboards look nice 
So it's that design aspect that has always been kind of a part of my life. And I've always been around photographers in one way or another, but I never thought of myself as having an eye good enough for photography until one day it was kind of like a light bulb moment. I was shooting pictures on my cell phone and I'm, I was doing the most. I'm always doing the most. I was doing the most with this cell phone with angles and all this stuff. And something just told me, just get a real camera. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you're filling your phone memory card up with all these pictures. Like, just get a camera already. So it, it's been a journey of developing the creativity that I already had and then learning, like, what people really respond to. So, you know, I've gotten a, a couple books on food styling and things like that, because that is totally different world than, you know, what you think you're doing in the kitchen and you're, you're cooking something and plating it and then what actually looks good in a photo. So it's a combination. When you shoot your husband's uh, cocktails, what is it that makes your images unique? What are you looking for when you like hone in on them with your camera? I think part of it is lighting. So through this journey of learning photography, I've, I've learned that it's all about lighting. So, you know, you could have the best looking drink, the best layout, but if your light is crap, <laughs> the picture is not, it's not going to work. So in this journey of trying to develop my own style and like what's unique to me and also creating a good photo, I've learned more about lighting. And my goal is to try and tell a story. So depending on what the drink is, so he'll come up with the drink. Sometimes I have some input like, hey, I want to shoot in this type of glass. So come up with this. Like, I don't know anything about cocktails, really. Like, I drink them. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll come up with the actual cocktail. And then I'll, I'll ask him, like, what do you think the mood is for this? Like, should it be dark? Should it be light and airy? And then from there, it's okay, I think I want this type of lighting. So I use a lot of artificial light and I try to mimic daylight situations. So if it's something that I think, oh, I feel like I would be sitting out by the pool with this, that's the type of lighting that I create in order to tell the story in the scene. So it's really all about telling that story. Now, when it comes to food, what do you enjoy shooting the most? Oh, that that's tricky because some things I enjoy shooting, but they're tricky. So recently I challenged myself and I shot a burger and just assembling the burger in a way that would translate to the camera is like a job in and of itself. And that's when I knew, okay, like food stylists, no joke, they, they're amazing. <laughs> because if you think about like commercial photography and the things that you see on TV and in magazines, there's like a food stylist there that's making sure everything's perfect. So I'm trying to cook it style it and shoot it before it all falls apart and it's a race against time so i i enjoy shooting complicated things because that's how i learn but there are times when there's something spontaneous that hits like i'll see something like my stepson had cookies and i looked at him like man that would be a good photo so i just grabbed them and threw a scene together and literally had a whole finished image in five minutes so there are some things that are like fun to shoot like that or colorful and I can do it with natural light. But I think it's when I really get to challenge myself with something more complicated, like that burger mm -hmm. where I'm trying to keep the burger together, try to get the lighting right and shoot it all at the same time. 
Awesome. So how do you look at food and beverages differently now that you're shooting it for a living? So it, it's funny because I find myself like watching things on TV and I'm like, hmm, I wonder how they lit that. <laughs> so it's like completely different side of my brain that's been activated. So I'll be looking at something. I'm like, hmm, if I were to recreate that, I'd probably put a light here. I'd probably do this. So it's more that that technical aspect that I think has changed for me more so than anything. Talk about your personal style and because, you you know, you have a real distinct funky style of your own. I know you've been told that. And I want yeah. you to talk about how that plays into what you do. It's funny. I feel like I've been different all of my life. And it was like before it was cool to be different. So like when I was younger, I I, I thought I was emo. I really wasn't emo. <laughs> but like I like to wear all black. I still wear a lot of all black, but like definitely went through that that grunge phase. And it was like listening to No Doubt and like rock and alternative stuff where like that was not what was cool back in the day like i like no doubt for me it was like always like people looking at me weird like why are you listening to that i'm like i like it i don't know but i've always i've always been different and i've always liked tattoos piercing so i ran with that as soon as i was old enough to get it legally i just went out and got everything done i enjoy mixing like delicate things with rough things so like lace and ripped jeans or like something like that like i don't like to just i don't know be one thing i like to mix so i think that kind of goes hand in hand with my photography style because i see a lot of photographers and they have a distinct style where it's either all light and bright or all dark and moody and i like all of it so i'm like i don't want to limit myself into like one style or the other. So I try to do whatever will tell the story the best. And I just want to, I want to learn everything. So like, I, I feel like the more I try different things, the more I learn. Well, I also feel that your photos, like I said, they're absolutely mesmerizing. They make me, they make my mouth water and they're just, you just can't stop looking at them. And so I feel that they're very fashionable too, even though, though it's food and beverages, I feel that you just bring it to life. And again, that's that eye, that's that creative eye, but that precision, because you said that you're an IT. So I love how you bring those two together. I want you to talk about more, just a little bit more about that photography and where you're taking it. Sure. So like I said before, like stumbling into food and beverage photography is totally kind of by accident, but I absolutely love it. And I've enjoyed all of the people that I've gotten to meet since I decided to focus on that. I've gotten people like chefs reaching out to me to shoot their content. I've shot with bakeries. I've shot with so many people that I wouldn't have ordinarily come in contact with. And those connections are, they're like amazing. Like these people are amazing that they trust me to, to tell their story about their food. So I want more of that in the future. So that's what I'm working on now, just trying to really hone in and really, I don't want to say perfect because I feel like I'll never get to perfection because it's always changing, but I just want to be, I guess, more confident that, you know, I know what I'm doing. Like, I know I know what I'm doing, but it, there's always those moments of self-doubt or like imposter syndrome and you're like, eh, I don't know, because it's, really? I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
I was joking before. I'm like, sometimes I post things on Instagram and I'm like, eh, I don't really care for it. It's not my best. And then those are the ones that get the most likes. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm crazy in my head. So. Again, you have a natural talent that that is important. Um, you you talked about, you know, you're into like alternative music and alternative scenes. Uh, do you ever incorporate do you ever incorporate that into your art as as far as photography? So sometimes I guess this, this day and age, it's, it's interesting because like people are gravitating to video more. So I think that's something that I do want to explore more, like showing my personality more in video. I don't necessarily like being on camera. That's why I'm behind the camera, but I, I, I will do it. <laughs> so I think that's something that I'm looking to do more. So like I'll do TikToks and reels and I like to show the behind the scenes. So I think if I, you know, I can tweak that a little more to show more of my personality and that quirkiness that I know is in there. But I hide behind the camera. I know that. I, what? I You're shot. a knockout. You should be in front of the camera for real. When, when I first discovered you, I just assumed you were a model first. I was like, uh, this woman is a model and she decided to do photography, go on the other side. I'm serious. I, I have done some modeling, like hair See? models and stuff like that back 20 years ago. Okay. And I don't know, like it was a moment. And then I kind of was like, yeah, I'm, I'm over that. So I've worked with photographers. I've done makeup. So I've been behind the scenes helping, you know, style models and, you know, fix their hair and stuff. But like, I think I was done with being in the spotlight because I'm secretly, I'm a Leo but I'm also an introvert. So it's like, I have these two things that are battling. Introverted Leo? So I feel like those two things are always battling, so. So I love that you just mentioned that you've worked on the fashion side. You'll bring those two things together, fashion and food. You do in a sense, because like I said, your, mm -hmm. your, your work is so mesmerizing. It's very sexy. The, you Thank make you. food look sexy. And the cocktails. And cocktails are already sexy. So you just make yes. them look sexier. So you. do you think that you will actually, you know, bring the fashion in and like, you know, bring models into the fold? Or that just depends on your clients, of course, right? Possibly. Yeah, it depends on the clients. Um, and one thing that I, I have done, um, not so much with the food photography, but it's something for me to actually think about now that I'm saying it out loud. But um, my good friend, Candace Court, she's actually a fashion designer. So she's made some things that I've worn and some photos and she's doing like head wraps and things like that. So I've created like videos and photos for her to use for her advertising. But now I'm thinking like there might be ways that I can bring some of that into the food photography or even some of the product photography that I do. Wow. Tell me a little bit more about her head wraps and her designs what, what's that yeah. like so part of that was actually also with COVID so she's always designed clothes and sold clothes but at the start of the pandemic she started creating face masks to donate to hospitals for healthcare workers okay. and then people wanted to buy them so she started making them to sell as well as continuing to donate and then it spun into head wraps that match your mask and uh, scrub caps for the doctors that everything's like color coordinated. So a lot of African prints that are like fashionable scars and all of that. So 
it's that was like a whole offshoot of like her standard like dresses and formal wear and bridal wear that she does so yeah awesome so you would put a little you know a little afrocentric funk into your into your food and drink photography right yeah i think that that could be a good way to coordinate Mm -hmm. Okay. How do people find her website? <laughs> How do people find her? Hey, Candace, her. <laughs> you know, like CandaceCourt.com. So C-A-N-D-A-C-E-C-O-R-T.com. Okay. And do, do you have a website, Nicole? Yep. I am at stayinfocus.com. So stay, the letter N, and focus.com. And what kind of uh, clients do you usually have? Uh, you've mentioned that you work with some chefs and uh, mm -hmm. some brands? Are they always food focused, food and beverage focused? Yeah, so it's actually a mixture. So recently I've shot for um, a hairstylist. She has her own line of hair care products. So I've shot that. And then also a woman who is coming out with her own supplement line. So product photography there. But then I've also have my chefs that I work with um, one in particular, she's a home chef, but she also, she's kind of like a Martha Stewart because she does everything. Like she's amazing. She can decorate a table. She does arts and crafts. She hand makes things, DIY, everything. So you're cool friends. <laughs> I know, right? I've worked with her quite a bit to just create content. So it's more like content creation for her website and for Instagram. And then a good friend of mine just got a brick and mortar location for his seafood restaurant. So we've been shooting to create, you know, images for the menu and for social media and things like that. So it's kind of a mixture of food, chefs and product of various kinds. Those are the things that I love to shoot. But I also do like birthday shoots. A couple friends, you know, needed some some dope shots for their birthday to post on Instagram. So, you know, I'm always happy to do that. You were talking about how you've um, picked up some food styling books and uh, you read stuff on the internet. Is there anything that you recommend if somebody wants mm -hmm. to get into food photography and they kind of stumble into it like you? Is there anything that you recommend people picking up? Yeah, two, two people or well, two books come to mind right off the bat and they're, they're right behind me. I don't know if the image is flipped, so I don't know if you can read. <laughs> so, um, the first person, hands down, Joni Simon of The Bite Shot. She is a wealth of knowledge. So especially if you're interested in learning more about artificial lighting and how to use that in food photography, that's a good resource right there. She has a YouTube channel and she just came out with a book and it's like, kind of like a crash course and like setting your scene, setting your light and all the things in between to help you take a better shot. And then there's also this book called the food stylist handbook. And I really recommend that just because like I said, like you could have everything great, but like one of the things in the equation is off, then your picture is going to be off. So if your lighting is good, but your food styling is not the greatest it's not going to translate as well into a good image. So food styling and then um, getting your lighting right with the help of Joni Simon. I think those are the, the two things I absolutely would recommend. Are there any like famous food photographers like that you that you've run into during this new journey of yours or are they usually uh, anonymous? I can't name names right now because 
one, I feel like I'm still new in this journey of exploring food photography, but it's interesting that certain apps foster more creativity and more connection. So like Clubhouse, for example, mm-hmm. when I joined Clubhouse and I joined some of the rooms focused on like food, food and beverage or food photography, I was blown away. I'm like, oh my goodness, all these people are out here doing the same thing and they're amazing. So I've been exposed to a lot more people. And then I've had people reach out to me like, oh, hey, your style reminds me of this person's style. You should check them out. And I'm like, oh, actually, they're really dope. I think I'm going to follow them. So I'm, I'm constantly like looking and discovering and just I feel like the more I expose myself to other people's styles and, and what they're doing, it just strengthens my own creativity because I'm like, oh, you know, I'm doing something similar, but they're doing something great. And that's also great. Like, I'm not trying to copy anyone, but I think just the more you surround yourself with other people being creative, it helps to strengthen your creative muscle, too. So, Nicole, uh, what is your website again if people want to find out more about you and look at your beautiful work? Thank you. It's www.stayinfocus.com. That's stay, the letter N, focus.com. And can people find you on social media? Yep. You can find me on Instagram at Stay in Focus Images. And I'm on Facebook, but not so much. It's more of my personal account, but I don't mind people follow me there. You can find me, Nicole Leverett, on Facebook as well. Nicole, it has been such a pleasure chatting with you. You, like I said in the beginning, I was just so overwhelmed when I saw your work. And I said, I have to follow this woman. I have to get her on the podcast because you were exactly the type of person I was looking for. Not too many Black women are out here doing this. Or have you found that since you've been on Clubhouse? Uh, More and more of us are, are out here doing this type of work. There are definitely people out here doing it and I'm discovering them or even if they're in their beginning stages, because what's interesting, even though I still consider myself kind of like a newbie, Mm -hmm. I've been approached to help mentor and teach other people, other women of color. So I've definitely embraced that because I love sharing what I've learned because, you know, I I feel like I'm self-taught. So I want to pay it forward. Like there are things that I scrape the internet for. So if I can share what, share what I've learned and, you know, save you some time. I'm, I'm happy with that. So I've definitely found some people and actually one woman reached out to me and it turns out she lives like literally two minutes away from me. So we've got oh, wow. to meet in person and do a one-on-one like session on, you know, learning about lighting and photography. So that's been great too. So I'm just, I'm all for all the connection and meeting more people. Awesome. Fantastic. Okay. Well, Nicole, again, it has been such a pleasure chatting with you and I wish you all the luck with your journey. And I can't wait to see where you are next year this time. I mean, if, you're, you. if your work is this bomb right now, next year, you'll, you'll be winning awards. <laughs> I hope that I'm going to claim that. Thank you. Claim it girl. Okay. All right. Take care. Thank you so much. Well, that does it for this episode. I want to thank my guest, Nicole Leverett, again for joining me. We're back here next Friday with another outstanding, talented, and of course, stylish culinary personality you don't want to miss. Thank you so much for listening to Feast and Fashion on the Eat, Drink, Dine podcast network. I'm your host, Adasha Townsend. Meet me back here next Friday.